Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to another episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Uh, today's guest, well, she's actually known as another uh, name. Um, it's Lad Baby Mum, Mum of Two. Uh, I would say, how do you even word that? She's had the last two Christmas number ones. She's written a book and she was Celebrity Mum of the Year 2019. I know. It's Roxanne Hoyle. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I mean, that's quite, a, quite an intro, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mental for someone who can't sing. <laughs> But yeah, hi, thanks. <laughs> so, of it, like, Christmas number one. I know. To go for it once is one thing. Yeah. To go for it twice <clears throat> is unbelievable, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a uh, experience and something I never thought after meeting Mark or doing that baby that we would have a Christmas number one twice. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're like, we're up there now with the Beatles and the Spice Girls. Oh my God, I know. Has anyone ever done it three times? Uh, oh, maybe, I don't know, maybe the Beatles did it third. Mm. But yeah, I mean, mm. I love the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was always a fan, so yeah, I can sort of say that now. But yeah, it's a, it's a crazy thing to uh, achieve that. And wow, yeah, it blown my mind. I can't really, I can't explain it. It's quite weird. Oh, there's a massive reason why you went for it. Oh, yes, obviously. It was... So, obviously, my husband is crazy. For <laughs> no. um, anyone who doesn't know, no. <laughs> you two kind of prank each other all the time. Yeah. Your videos that you share online are little snippets of you two as a couple and kind of exploring life with kids. Yeah. And it's yeah. very funny and one each other up a lot. Yeah, so Lab Baby is kind of a family... Well, I would say now it's like a family entertainment yeah. channel. That's what people say to me. Oh, your family... Yeah, you're the family. But, um, yeah, it's just us... Me and my husband, my two little boys, and um, Mark started Lab Baby, and we film our life. And Mark does crazy sometimes pranks. I do them back now because I'm just like, you know what? You're not having all the but fun. But I think the day that you wrapped his car <laughs> oh. in your face for Valentine's Day was yeah. the 
I think that was the first video I'd ever seen of yours and it made me howl with love. I mean, that was my favourite moment in life. <laughs> and I've, you know, apart from my children, but it was up there. It was Valentine's Day and I was like, what can I get a man that has everything? <laughs> so I got my face blown up and put it on the side of his car about 2,900 times. And uh, yeah, filmed it and it was the best thing ever. That you video literally was literally not tell each other what you're planning. Do you just no, go for it? No, they're all like real reactions and stuff. I didn't tell him at all that. I just took I took his car and just went, I'm going to go and do this. And I filmed it and uh, he hated it and he still <laughs> drives it. <laughs> I, make, I make him still drive that car. But that video was insane. Over 70 million people watched that. Yeah, around the world. Because we, we have like 20 million people who watch us a week. That's on Lab crazy. Baby. Yeah. So Facebook has become like an amazing family for us. And it's all around the world that people message us because people say, oh, it's pranks and this and that and hacks. And but what it originally and what it is now is like we're trying to do things for good. And yeah, we, we do our videos and we are our, a normal family as normal as they are. But, you know, we just film our life and people seem to have liked it. And we still can't believe that so many people watch it. But, but it's a lovely thing, isn't it? To see a, yeah. to see a family enjoying themselves as well. Yeah, it's hard. Parenting's hard, isn't yeah. it? And it's like, you look, I look forward to these. Like one week I went rally driving, drift driving. <laughs> around with a champion and I thought I was going to die and then the week after I'm like covering Mark's face <laughs> his car in my sticker so every week is slightly different so those moments in between of parenting it kind of you look forward to kind of videos and stuff and the boys love it but yeah that, so for Christmas and stuff we and even now we try and do things for good and use our social media for good and we originally started Lab Baby. Well, Mark started Lab Baby because he didn't know how to parent. <laughs> he had never even held a baby. Ever. Ever. And he's a big man. So that you I mean, he's you'd six think... foot eight and he's yeah. like a bear. Um and he well, more basketball bear, I would say. He's <laughs> quite tall. Um but he yeah, he'd never held a baby. He'd never pushed a pram. He'd never like he didn't know anything. And really, I mean, I'd held a few kids and stuff. My friends had had kids, but yeah. we had no clue. So for us, parenting became like, whoa, we get to live our childhood again. <laughs> Woohoo! There's like cool toys and, you know, we're doing cool things. And we just sort of filmed it. And, you know, there are times where it's hard. So for us, it was something that we used Lab Baby to fill those moments and lift us up and... And then we got messages from around the world. I mean, I get thousands a week from people saying, thanks for getting me through this heartache or I've lost my parents or, mm. you know, um, we love watching your family and um, help them through depression. And it's a, a lot of people escapism, use it for anxiety. It? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of those things that we're just like, wow, like we'll never, we'll never stop. But for us, it's just something we've created that, and now it's making a big impact, like the Christmas song, it was for the Trestle Trust, so we for food banks in the UK, and um, we found out two years ago that there was like 14 million people in the UK who um, just was living in poverty in the UK, and I was mm. like, what? And uh, we went to some food banks this year and stuff, and we've been in and out of them, and they're mums just like me, yeah, just in circumstances of you know all different kinds of circumstances with their kids. My kids were playing with them, you know, and they were just like, just haven't got food this week. And I was just like, no, nah, man, mm -hmm. that's just not, that shouldn't be happening. So the song every year that we have done, we've donated all the profits to the Trussell Trust. And we they've messaged us this year saying it's just changed their charity. Really? Yeah, because people were donating. Well, they were walking in from a video. I, d I think a lot of people didn't realise what food banks were. Mm -hmm. So the video that we did, we did a video where we went into a food bank and just showed you the process of what you would have to go to it go through if it happened to you and um it just it went massive that video because i think people don't see it do they no they hear things about what these places yeah. are you're told whatever people are in crisis or yeah. everyone's living in the under the poverty line but no one really knows what that is mm -hmm. and to be honest like me and mark were like well what it would that be for us yeah so we went in and filmed it just kind of we didn't show anyone no one really wanted to be filmed actually mm -hmm. um and we just showed the process and the volunteers and stuff. And apparently loads of people turned up going, we've seen their video, we need to help you. So many donations this Christmas that they had to stop 
um, accepting them. Yeah. And now, you know, all of the money it raised over last year's raised seven over 70,000 emergency food packages in the UK that went out to families who needed it. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those amazing things when you can team your family, something you really love doing with just good. Mm. You know, there's a lot of people going, doing things that aren't for good and, and that's okay. There's a place for that. But for us, we're just about, you know, families and doing good and, well, for, uh, oh, you know, I was <clears throat> fully behind you. And I just think that what yeah, you yeah. created and what you do, that is what Christmas is about. Yeah. It's about having that community and having each other's backs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's such a, there is, you know, now I think we're at 6 million that follow us, yeah. um, like across, across all of it. Yeah. And we were like, what can we, how can we use that? And how can we, this this Christmas, people people want to give for 99p. Mm-hmm. If you can afford that, that's not a lot to download a song. And that song will always donate to that. So yeah. in years, to, if it keeps getting donated over the many years, you know, like the classics, then that will always go to it. So it'll always fund it. <laughs> no. Sausage roll songs being <laughs> part of the classic. Christmas fan. Mark's a massive sausage roll fan. So yeah, it worked <laughs> crazy. But it was a, a, a magical moment for us. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Quite. So what was your childhood like? Wow. My well, my childhood was actually really I would say quite positive. Quite my mum was like Come on, girls! You know, like she's she, my mum's got my laugh. I said to you earlier, yeah. my mum, my laugh is from my mum. We're in a room and it's like, <laughs> 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 it's, it's the same thing. Um, my family were just working class family. Mum, dad, mum worked for a charity. Dad um, was music and uh, BT, you know, and me and my sister, my sister Grace, um, and we were the normal kind of not normal, but just you know. Family, like a lot of music in my family, a lot of positive, a lot of families coming over, friends. Every weekend there'd be music. My mum would make wake us up with house music. No. She'd be like, come on, girls. And it's like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Like, <laughs> it's like, mum, and now that's why I'm like, rhythm isn't, you know, I just, I just like all the music because my mum and dad used to sing together and it was just, it was, a, I was very lucky. I know a lot of people haven't had that, but. For me, it was just kind of a normal, you know, holiday year and we went camping and we went caravanning and yeah. it was kind of very normal and I was very lucky to have quite up parents. Yeah, uh, My grandparents were a massive influence. They were always in our lives. And uh, yeah, and then it got to a point where my, I think I was about oh, 17, 18 and uh, I was going off to university. Mm. I've worked really, I was severely dyslexic. So um, I worked really hard to try and get to university. I was awful at maths, English, science, anything. <laughs> I just couldn't. And my sister, this is my sister was glorious because she taught me maths about three days before I went into an exam. No. Yeah. And my mum worked out a way of teaching me how to learn. And she was like, right, jump on a trampoline and say then the times tables and all this. And my sister would be like, right, go. Like this. And I'd be like, day, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> so in my exams, I'd be like, I'd jump, bouncing up and two, down, four, <laughs> and I'd remember for a movement yeah. or like visual. So then I, <laughs> so that sounds really weird, doesn't it? But they found ways to get me through that. Yeah. And then I went to university and um, I did um, art, and um, surprisingly, and uh, my parents decided that that was that you know. They divorced. So, oh. Yeah, so they, they d- decided to split. It just wasn't working. It wasn't like a divorce, like, oh, it wasn't. It, one minute it was just a family and then yeah. the next minute mum and dad were separating. Yeah. My parents were very kind of good. They always, we always had Christmases together. They always um, made sure that me and my sister felt loved and my sister did her exams. I went to uni and then I went to London. So... In that space of time, it was kind of like an amazing, amazing childhood. My parents split. My mum moved and my dad stayed in a family home. Um, My dad then remarried. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wouldn't say it was kind of like a bad thing. It was not that I remember. It was just kind of, it happened. We went along with it. And because my parents were very decent in the sense of they, they kind of, I saw them both and they sort of kept us on a path. 
that yeah they are See, I had a lot the of same at the same age yeah and my mum and dad can still have Christmases together yeah and yeah. I feel we had a difficult couple of years where that oh, wasn't def- the case yeah. where it sort of transition yeah but now I feel so lucky that you know if I say to people yeah. my mum and dad aren't together they're like what I saw them you know yeah yeah <laughs> no exactly like my parents this Christmas came um, and filmed like well not filmed but they came into Abbey Road when we were filming oh. and they were like we're in Abbey Road <laughs> like chill they were like, can we sing? Like, Do you want to chill? <laughs> They're like, come on. I'm like, oh, go on then. And so it was nice. It was like, they they have always got on for us. And mm. um, I, I'm not saying it was like all rainbows and fairies. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. But I don't remember it being such a terrible time. It mm-hmm. was just what happened. And then because I was kind of raised with kind of an upbeat, right, come on, keep on. I kind of kept that. Yeah. And, um, at uni, you sort of build a family there anyway, and I, I made friends, and you know, it was just fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just a fun time. Did you ever look forward to your like starting a family yourself and becoming a mum? Do you know what? I never really, I I never really thought about it because I was so like, I want to do art and I want to do this, and I was I was quite career focused mm-hmm. in a sense of I I know I wanted to be like just keep on track I, I knew I wanted a family for sure because I loved having my family yeah and I loved having my sister and I kind of knew that I wanted that but I'd had a few relationships and stuff but I kind of never really felt someone to go I want your children yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, I just, nah, me now let's go <laughs> I, ne- I never really felt like come on let's get married and have babies <laughs> I never really felt like that so I was just like career let's 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 enjoy London. And I kind of enjoyed my 20s. I kind of went to festivals and travelled. And I, I kind of had like a really lovely time. I sound like I'm really, oh, it's so great. But <laughs> Back I don't then. know. I just never really thought about family then. Yeah. Um, until I met Mark. We kind of worked and worked, travelled, did some great stuff. And then into like, I think it was like 2015, we were like, shall we try and find somewhere where we can think about having a family? Because I'm a bit older than Mark as well. So I was like, let's let's go for it. And he was like, yeah, all right, cool. So we found, we bought a house. It wasn't even built. Um, <laughs> classic house. And um, they, yeah, it was kind of just like on a, an estate and they built it and it was kind of just, yeah, a little ha- home that we made. And that's where... Yeah, we we bought our house, and um, I don't know if you know this, but we eloped to Las Vegas and got married. Did you? Yeah, we were. Did like, your friends and family know? No. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. How'd that go. But um, well, it, you know, we had a massive party for a all. Nice. Like, it was fine. Yeah. But um, we never really again decided to go and do that. We, <laughs> <laughs> we loved Vegas and we were like, should we go to Vegas, have some fun? Let's go and have a party. And I went, you know what's going to happen if we go to Vegas. And he was like, yeah, we're going to have maybe a bit too much drink and then we'll end up married. Like the hangover, I was like, yeah. He was like, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, and that was kind of that. Did you pack a special outfit just in case? Yeah. So um, once that conversation happened, I was like, like, so we've booked Vegas, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, so w- what? I'm like, I ain't going to go there and just wear something from America. <laughs> like, you know, it's going to take a bit of time. Yeah. And um, it was kind of like, it wasn't prepared, but it was. So yeah. we were, we knew we were going for like, I mean, who goes to Vegas for 10 days? No one. You go for like four days because that's all you can sort of survive. <laughs> and then um, we we just flew out and um, I took a dress that I'd found. Um, I went and did all that, yeah, and I just got a dress. I, I just thought, oh, I'll just get a dress that I've always wanted. And uh, we took, we had a little budget that we took. And we just went there. And I'll tell you what, I had the time of my life. Really? We went to every party, every show. We ate at the restaurants we should never have. You know, like, just, we did the things in your wildest dreams that you'd never do in the sense of, like, we would never eat, like, yeah. on top of a... You know, we just, we didn't, we hadn't done that because we were just, we had nothing, really. So, so in a way, just, all that money that you would have spent on a wedding... Yeah. ...kind of spent on... <laughs> on but on days in Vegas. <laughs> 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 but yeah. creating those memories oh and my you know, God. having that magical time together. It was phenomenal. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose. No matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Did you think about how long after that you'd start planning for kids? Uh, no. So it wasn't like planning. No, I... I I think for us, getting married started the call. If, happens, if we had happens, kids now, yeah. it would be amazing. Um, I remember feeling like, I want a baby. I do want to have a child. I, I want to have something for me and you to like try and a different phase of life almost. Because yeah. we'd done all those amazing fun things. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it was 2016, so it wasn't long after I fell pregnant with Phoenix um, our first son. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Mark was like, you're pregnant. I was like... Before you'd even taken the test? Yeah. I was like, no, no. Which channel are you? He's like, you are pregnant. I was like, I'm not! What were what? you doing that made him... <laughs> Probably being a whiner or something. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I feel sick. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sick on myself. And he's like, why? Are you sick? I was like, no. He's like, you're pregnant then. Like... For me, I think I was a bit in denial. Really? Yeah, because I, 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 we, I think we were on holiday, and I, I got pregnant, and I, I kind of thought I knew them, but I was like, no, it doesn't happen like that. People yeah. spend years getting pregnant, and um, and then, <clears throat> and then. We got home and it was a friend's Hendo weekend <laughs> yeah. at Wilderness the festival. Right. Right. So I'm like, right, I'm going to a festival. Got me, got my unitard, got my glitter out. I'm like, yeah, I'm going out for a weekend, right? <laughs> Mark goes, you're pregnant. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going. I'm to going bed. out the door. I'm, I'm taking all this and I'm going. He's like, um, I think you should take. Well, you're going for a weekend in a tent. You might be pregnant. I think you should try. I was like, oh, do you reckon? He's like, yeah. And then he. <laughs> I did this pregnancy test and I came in and went, oh, God, I'm pregnant. He went, yeah! <laughs> he was over the moon, like, jumping up and down. I remember it was a Sunday morning in bed and he was just absolutely the happiest he's ever been. I'm like this. This is this is not real. This is not real. I'm still going. I'm still going. Right? He's like, Roxy, you think going to wilderness is probably... A, you're feeling sick already. I was like, I'm going. He's like, cool. Should we just decant all of the alcohol out of them <laughs> bottles and maybe go and get some fake stuff that you can put in there? And then your friends might know because we shouldn't, shouldn't really tell anyone yet, yeah. just in case. <clears throat> I was like, fine, fine. Like this. <laughs> what, what am I doing? I feel like a grumpy teenager. Yeah. I literally <laughs> turned into a 16-year-old teenager like, fine. Fine, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because that would be the first moment where all of a sudden you're no longer thinking of you. You're putting some. All of a sudden, yeah. Rules I mean, about I, how you can yeah. be. I was quite. I think I'm hugely selfish before I had kids because I was like, I'm just going to go and do this and that and woo woo woo. woo. Whereas that moment was like, okay, um, yeah, I don't want anything to happen to this human. But I think I just didn't really like understand what was happening yeah it wasn't until i experienced festival early pregnancy 
but I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I did actually go and I, I was very safe and stuff. I didn't drill, I didn't do all that stuff, but it was quite an experience because I, at the time, I, I had no energy. Yeah. I was, the first three months of pregnancy for me, brutal. Really? Whoa. Like, no, I get travel sick on a swing. No lie. <laughs> on a coach, on a bus, like, you name it. So if I am with child, I am sick. Like, really sick. First three months, I had hypermesis, you know. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I was in hospital on a drip. And, uh, yeah, I basically, I was really sick. Really, really sick. Nauseous, mainly. I couldn't eat, couldn't do all that stuff. So that moment then, I was like, that turned for me. Because the minute I got sick and I wasn't like, I was like, I really want this. Yeah. I don't want anything to happen to it. And that's where I shifted and was yeah. like, I'm pregnant. So, it, but it's quite hard to be, I'm pregnant when you're like, <laughs> I'm a zombie pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So it's quite um, a hard quite a hard change to go from like that to that yeah but um mark really helped me through it because he's just kind of constant he's my constant of he's never really like he, he just remains like calm and collected and, and just himself so he got me through those three months and then after three months it kind of shifted a bit and i just got huge really yeah Bowling ball on legs. Did they think you were going to have a big baby? Yeah. So they were like, it's huge. Because Mark's six foot eight. Yeah. yeah they said yeah. this to me. The whole time, you're going to have a nine pound, ten pound baby. I was like, what? Don't tell me. I don't <laughs> care. Just don't tell me. Yeah. Do you know? Like, I really think they shouldn't tell you things yeah. like that. Maybe for preparation, it's always good. But yeah, but I think if you think something even bigger than yeah, is going to come out, crazy. then you're in your mind. Yeah, Especially when right. I'm sitting looking at a six foot eight man thinking, <laughs> what's happening here? Because I'm like, honestly, I wouldn't have been able to. I was I was big. I had, I've always had massive bumps with my children. And um, yeah, it, it got to a point where I was just, I couldn't, I got SPD. Like, I just got everything going. You yeah. know what there is. But I still waddled on and I remained... Quite well, literally. I waddled <laughs> through, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I got to I got to the end phase and I was very proud of myself because at the beginning I didn't really believe much in my body. I wasn't like a massive body confident person. Yeah. Um, but after I was like, wow, look at me. I've just made of bones and muscles and a human and a beautiful kid. Yeah. So it kind of changed my whole mentality to life in a really good way from in a non-selfish but yeah. good way yeah I think because growing <clears throat> up I don't know about you but I was always told how we should feel about our bodies and how yeah. you know what's right what's what's wrong mm. so you're always looking for those imperfections yeah and then all of a sudden you give birth and you're kind of like actually I've not given you credit for anything oh, I feel terrible to my body like mm. I, I was always growing up 14 16 18 I was always kind of a bit bigger than my friends and stuff I always really embraced it. I had very good friends and supportive family and I was just always kind of a bit more personality than my body, I yeah. suppose. That's why I I did that with that. Um, but when I had um, my babies, I think I just kind of thought, well, this is, this is, this is what's happening right now. And every, someone said to me, everything is a phase, Right, with children, some some yeah. the best advice someone said to me about having a baby was it's always a phase. The phase will end. Remember, like teething, yeah. you know, sickness. Da, da, da. And I almost applied that to me. It was a phase that my body had to go through to build that. So I kind of embraced it. I had my moments where I was like, oh my, everything's changed. Yeah. But um, I found almost peace in that. Yeah. Because. I needed to, I, I don't know, I didn't want my kids to feel like that. Yeah. You, you get to a point where you're like, I want him to be kind. I want him to be calm. I don't want him to go to be mum. I don't feel like that. I just, I wanted him to just be happy and jolly and get on with life and not be spoilt, but have things that we didn't all have, yeah. you know? So, yeah, for me, it did change a lot. What were your <clears throat> um, births like? I think I was quite lucky. I didn't go into my birth like, I've got a plan. And this is my set plan. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there is a massive, massive... I know that everyone has different births, right? But I can't even have a filling without an injection. So I was like, all the drugs. Yeah. 
And they were like, Roxanne, you should can believe and do this. I was like, I believe. I believe. But I need a lot of drugs. Okay, cool. And they were like, sure. They, they didn't really want to mess with me. Yeah. Because I was very adamant at the time. I would like gas and air and I would like an epidural. They said, let's try it without the epidural. And to be fair, I did try. And I did. I mean, both my first pregnancy, I got to four centimetres dilated without really even knowing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I was walking around. So every time I walked, um, I would get what I thought. I would get a lot of Braxton Hicks, but I would get a lot of pain. And um, my waters were trickling. Sorry, but they were. I mean, you're in the right place to share, don't you, Harry? And um, they they said to me, um, okay, yeah, but I don't think it is. And I was like... Well, I've not wet myself like every day. What are you chatting about? And they were like, "No, no, just keep walking. It'll be fine." And, you know, it's your first baby. You, you're kind of more paranoid. I think we were in triage like twenty times in two weeks. Well, maybe less than that. Maybe like eight. Mark will say it's like twenty times. But um, he was like, "We can't go to triage again." I was like, "I know. Let's go to triage." <laughs> so they were very good with me. But yeah, it was trickling a lot, and in the end, it was. Uh, I had was just contracting like naturally, and uh, yeah, I got to hospital with Phoenix, and me and Mark got there, and they were like, "You're four centimeters, well done." I was like, "What? <laughs> yes! <laughs> How, oh, this is gonna be fine like this." And then they were like, "Okay, this you're, you're admitted," and I was like, "Cool, cool, cool." And um, I went in it very positive. I was like, "I'm gonna breathe through." I'd done a lot of breathing. I'd done a lot of all that stuff. I can hold my breath for four minutes, over nice. four minutes. Good. So That's I'm, a, yeah, amazing skill. <laughs> free diving. That's <laughs> a different time in my life. And um, I, uh, I I, just thought, do you know what? I'm going to try and apply that and whatever happens, happens. Because yeah. I just want a healthy baby. Yeah. So that was it. I got to five and I thought I was going to kill Mark. <laughs> Legit sort of just kill him. So he was like, hello, hello, someone help her. I was like, epidural. Now, cool. And that was it. I had an epidural. The first pregnancy was not filmed. My second was. My, but my first was pretty, it was kind of just went through it 12 hours, 12 hours active labour. And then yeah. I pushed him out in about 15 minutes. And yeah, I, you know, the usual stuff. But it, it was very like me and Mark... One thing, though, he was born on April Fool's Day. That is the best thing ever. You cannot write that stuff. (laughs) April Fool's Day. And do you know what happened? I haven't told anyone this because I don't know if it's that right, but I will. Basically, the nurse and Mark had conspired to wind me up a little bit. Right. They didn't yeah. play an April Legit. Fool's joke on yeah. you. <laughs> Baby come out. It's a girl. No end. What? I was jolly whatever. I was really hot on drugs. And they were like, it's a girl. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. What? <laughs> and they were like, only joking. It's April Fool's Day. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard Legally, can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> but I was wetting myself. I was like, this is the best. Because it was, it sounds cruel, but it was so good. And it wasn't even filmed, it was nothing. It was just like, <laughs> and I was on gas there. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is so funny. I love it. The fact that April Fool's joke was played on you. Yeah. When giving birth. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I, I, most people probably complained about it, but I actually thought, thank God. God, you've just got me through delivering my placenta and doing all those stitchy yeah. things. Because that's what that moment was. Yeah. So she she just cracked a joke. And I was like, <laughs> you just didn't crack a joke. You can deliver my next one. <laughs> and she did. Did she? Yeah, she was on, She no lie, she was on the ward when I went into labour with my second. How was the second? What made you film this one rather than first? Um, I just wanted it documented because I there are parts of Phoenix's where I don't remember. Yeah. And also I wanted to show uh, my experience. In, in, 18 years, yeah. in 18 years' time when they're back chatting, you can show you them. You can't go, see it because <laughs> it's just kind of... You. But no, it was more like the build-up because Mark is wonderful birthing partner in the sense like he cracks jokes, he brings TV quizzes. 
Does he? Oh, so annoying. But he brings like these apps that, you know, like, um, what's those? With Bradley Walsh, what's that? Um, uh, the Chase. Yeah, so he brings the Chase app. Right, I hate the Chase. <laughs> and he'll, what is the leading number one? Seller? So he'll like take my mind off it. He told dad jokes, annoying. Um, uh, but he he just entertains me because he knows how to keep yeah. my mind off of being in pain, and he doesn't like me being in pain because he just wants to help. So he, I wanted that documentary because. There are many dads in the world and there are many mums having yeah. birth and stuff, but no one has really seen, I don't think, what our labour was like. Um, and in in all fairness, my second, Kobe, he was born and as I pushed him out, I was going... <laughs> I laughed him out. No lie. <laughs> and not because of all the drugs, but I was just like... <laughs> and it was... T- I get this euphoric like thing when I'm in labour where I just laugh. Yeah, I can't. I think maybe it's a nervous thing or I don't know, but it's it was proof because I was like, I swear I laughed and pushed Phoenix out, but this time we filmed it because why not? I think yeah. everyone needs to see different births. There are so many in the world and yeah. so many that I respect, but I just wanted that for me as well because I felt like it was my last as well. I felt like I didn't know if I'd have another one. Yeah. So I kind of just wanted that for me, really. Yeah. And yeah, that's why we filmed it. And also it was good. It was it was lovely. Like we've got this family of lab babies who you know, they'd followed my pregnancy. Yeah. And yeah. I just wanted to do that really. What was it like seeing Mark in the hospital holding Phoenix? Um well, I have a very fond memory of sitting in the bed and Mark sitting and it was a morning and the light was coming in and he had his new little baby grow on that fit and Mark was sitting there and I took a photo of him but I remember sitting there thinking that is my whole life in and and Phoenix fit in Mark's hand like it he was tiny and he was holding his head going is that is that how I do it and I was like yeah yeah and that moment for me and then the nurse bringing in toast and I was sitting there having our first breakfast almost. Yeah. And um, and then Mark picked up, you know, a rubber ring, <laughs> blew it up, put it on his head and went, there you go. <laughs> like this. You know, like a rubber ring that you sit on. I sent him out to get a rubber ring that I could sit on because I was in so much pain. Yeah. He put it on his head, holding my baby like that. And that moment where it just snapshots of Mark with a pink rubber ring on his head holding my kid, I was like... That's just my life. Did it kind of reassure you as well in that moment? Yeah. Because even such a monumental thing has happened and actually yeah. what Mark did and he seems so good at from what you're saying mm. is bringing it back. Yeah, it was like, okay, it's not totally changed who we are. Yeah. And uh, it, it, he still managed, like it made me laugh. It broke that kind of like, oh, this is really serious. It kind of made me realise that we can still be us as parents and still parent and family how, how we do. Yeah. And and everyone does that, I suppose, in their thing. But at that moment in time, it was a, uh, uh, oh, it was kind of relief for me. And I was like, right, I can, I can, I can do this with this man. Yeah. I mean, I'm so glad. <laughs> it was just like, you worry <laughs> though, moment, don't you? Good moment. <laughs> is it going to be a dad? <laughs> Am I going to be a good mom? Like, you just don't ever know. Everything with parent, kids and parenting yeah. is just worrying, I think. Have you found moments where it has just been quite overwhelming? Yeah. Yes, I have. Phoenix having colic was brutal mm. um put to a point colic well, it was every and he would just cry and cry and cry and I would say for two weeks three maybe three or four cry everywhere we went like baby sensory and things like that I would turn up to those things with Phoenix and he would just cry he hated them he didn't like anything sensory he didn't like anything he, he how just, did you feel in those moments I was sad, but I, do, do you know what? I, I, I would get myself up and go and do those things yeah. because my friends that I had met had gone, come, you know, all the babies love it. And I would go and I, I, I did try and enjoy them. But in my, in honesty, like I liked sort of putting him on the mat and just doing what I could achieve. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I did that to, to get him out and socialize him and do all those things that they tell you to do. Um, but he just didn't like it. I swear one time Phoenix went, I hate it. <laughs> Like, I swear he swore. I can't swear. <laughs> I swear he went. 
And I swear that was his like first word <laughs> at one of those things. And I said it to Mark. I went, I swear he told me that where we went today was. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, no lie. <laughs> and in the end, I just thought, do you know what? I ain't doing it to myself. I'm not going to conform to what everyone's making me do yeah. and try and pressure myself. I just did what I could. And it was hard because people were like, well, why don't you want to come out and do this and that and have coffee with us and drink with us anymore and do this? I was like, because I physically can't do it. Yeah. I'm, Felix didn't sleep hour and a half, two hours every night he would wake. And he did that for that about a year. Awful. He didn't sleep fully till a year and a half. Right. Um, so I, it was hard. It was a change. And it was like, but I still dealt with it. I had my mum and my sister and, you know, Mark and that, who got me through it um, and some friends, you know, I, I I, think I didn't. There were times that were like teething especially. Yeah. I don't know whether it's just because with the boys, but f- teething was brutal. Mm. I'm talking screaming in the night. Like me and Mark went on holiday, right? We went on a little family holiday. We thought, first holiday. I don't know what it was. We were stupid, maybe six months in, seven months, and we thought, he's a baby. It it wasn't a big holiday. And our family had been there a part of it as well, so it was kind of like a break. Three days straight, Phoenix cried. On the last day of the holiday, he got two front teeth. So for for us, we were like, that's teething. Cool. Like it was a shock for me. I didn't. They no one tells you about that. But then I had Kobe, and he was like, "I've got a tooth." Right. <laughs> so funny how different they can be. Yeah, yeah. Just it's just their personalities, and that's who they are. Yeah, they are like that. I mean, it's me and Mark. Kobe's Mark. <laughs> Phoenix is me. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> Chill. That's that's it. That's it. <laughs> Parenthood is hard. Mm-hmm. Parenthood is hard. And it has an effect on relationships. I think it touches every single area. Mm. How has it affected you and Mark? I think we're just really tired. (laughs) (laughs) We're just tired. Uh, We've just um, probably... Has creating the videos and stuff helped you keep the laughter there? Oh, yeah. So I think when we first had children, like, it was hard because... You lose date nights. You lose well, not you don't lose them, but we we don't have family really nearby. So yeah. you know, par- Mark's parents are in Nottingham. My parents are in Kent, and some in London. You know, so and we didn't really have. We moved to an area we didn't really know anyone. Yeah. So when you don't have sort of childcare and stuff that you trust or you know, um, your life just becomes about parenting, and you kind of have to have takeaways in or yeah. date nights in and stuff. So for our life changed socially. I would say we were real social people we'd go out we'd go to festival music we'd go away and whatever um, but I would say for us we lost all that because we didn't actively keep doing it because we just we couldn't cope with like no sleep and yeah. trying to be parents to the best um, Lad Baby brought us a, an amazing thing in the sense of you know like we Mark would say, um, he'd say, oh, we're going somewhere this weekend and we're going to do something. He wouldn't tell me. And then, you know, for instance, one weekend we went ice skating together and we mm. filmed it. And through Lab Baby, we managed to get sort of our kind of life that we had before yeah. back. Because we, I mean, it, I mean, I've, I haven't been ice skating since the dawn of time. <laughs> but, you know, we went maybe with the boys, I will now. But we, we did that or we went to a rally show or... We, you know, we've been to sort of some parties or a book launch, you know, like we've we've done some, we've been invited to some amazing places, but I would say that's what we lost mainly. Yeah. And we didn't take time to, um, it mainly it was due to us because we didn't go, right, we need a date night once a week, da 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 because we just didn't feel comfortable leaving Phoenix. I think yeah. we were just quite like, let's just get through this. And it wasn't for a year or two that we decided, right, now we'll go out and do that sort of stuff. And it wasn't just Lab Baby, but I would say Lab Baby brought us experiences that I would never have even thought we'd do parenting, yeah. if you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Have you surprised yourself as a mum? Yeah. You. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it's really weird. Mark was talking to me about this the other day. I have surprised myself mainly because when your kids say stuff to you, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I Phoenix, especially my first, I didn't realise how much 
how much personality he has mm-hmm. um but how much like he's absorbed <laughs> and everyone always says to me which i love like is your boy is so kind he's so like he's so kind and it was i think it was like a you know you you don't ever think I don't know. I don't ever think, oh, I'm kind and I'm funny. Yeah. And I don't think like that. But it's not until you see your kids that you think there's a few things in there that you recognise of yourself or how you've been brought up. Yeah. And that's what surprised me that I was able to, through all the chaos and all of the, oh, this is parenting, it, he's still not totally crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like a normal kid and he's just like a, quite a kind boy. And he's when his brother came, when Kobe came, like he's like, he's my brother. And he was very gentle and very like, just, oh, I'm really, he said, I remember one day he went to me, I'm really grateful for you, Kobe. And I oh. wasn't there. I know. And sometimes he'll go, thanks, thanks for um, having me, mum. I'm like, what? How do you understand that concept? Like he's, he's, nearly four this year but I there are things that he sometimes says to me mainly though of some things I have passed down where he goes that's a bit of you mum <laughs> I'm like oh god I've been watching the island too long <laughs> and uh, yeah so there's sort of things that I'm like wow but some things do surprise me in the sense of yeah we've managed to keep them I don't know that, that we have actually transferred down to them and they've learned a lot from Phoenix especially has gained a lot of confidence through Lab Baby. Really? Yeah, because he was quite—he's quite a shy boy in the sense of. But Lab Baby, he's like he lo- he enjoys being with his dad, and yeah. he has time on his dad. You know, he has his um, Lab Baby and Sons channel on YouTube, and that is time for him and his dad to do play with toys and do yeah, fun yeah. things. So he's benefited, I would say, a lot from that and learned a lot. Like you know from the places we've visited. Yeah. There's not many four, three-year-olds that get to do that. So It's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Look, I think it's one thing looking at your kids and kind of going, look what I've achieved. Yeah. It's also kind of like, look what you've helped them achieve. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I, can't, I can't imagine them being teenagers and kind of growing up and all of that phase, especially. Yeah. Look, this is going to be a winner. But <laughs> I, 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 um, I can't, I'm very pleased that, I've got that far with them. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Because I didn't actually, at some points in being a mum, think, oh, mate, am I going to do this for another few years? Yeah, like, yeah. forever, actually. Rox, yeah. you, it's not yeah, a few years. It feels relentless, doesn't no, it? Yeah. There are certain moments that just feel like they're never ending. Yeah, yeah. And especially, like, obviously, me and Mark, with Lab Baby, he edits films, runs everything, and yeah. we do everything. So there are... Our time and everything is just completely always full of that. So I'm I'm really pleased we've managed to make time to keep them yeah. and and to make them into the kids they are. If you get what I mean. But I'm biased because I'm their mother. I'll always pay. People probably think, oh, God, her kids are nightmare. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> so my next book is uh, called Letters on Motherhood. Right. Uh, and oh, I, I was wondering, it's yeah. basically, it, there are a series of letters all around motherhood. It's basically yeah. the clues in the title. Um, and I was wondering, if you could write a letter on motherhood, who would it be to and what would it say? Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, everyone's going to say it, but I would probably write a letter to my mum. Really? Yeah. To say thanks for keeping me in the world and actually protecting me from a lot of negativity and thingy and keeping me positive and to even now like at christmas my mum was like keep going you can you know this is for the trust trust my mum was the one who was like you've got to do it for the trust trust you know she she's a force of kind of positivity in my life and i think i would i never growing after having kids yeah i think i was like very unappreciative of what my parents did for me and um i (laughs) was a stroppy teenager and i'd fight with my sister and uh, me and my sister i swear some days we'd get up and go how are we going to annoy them today (laughs) like you know so for me i would say thank you for putting up with me and surviving it because my dad was at work far more than what you know, we are now, and she was a very career motivated woman as well. She 
ran a charity and she was a force of what she probably she doesn't realize she actually worked brought us up picked us up as well got us going and did all that stuff and I don't I genuinely don't know how she did that I, I genuinely don't because I, I couldn't I just couldn't do it all and I try and it's, it fails miserably sometimes but I would probably write to her and just say thanks for uh you know still being here as well because she's kind of here now to see it all and um everything that she's put into us as has come out. I, uh, yeah, I've never you really... You can really tell that your mum has had a massive influence. Like yeah. what you said about her at the start, you can see how you have taken some of those qualities on. Yeah, I've I've tried. I've tried to... I mean, most of the things I know are from what my mum sort of taught me and will even tell me now um, or has just brought me up in that way. And I think I am, I am grateful for that. But I, I wasn't until... I had children because yeah. of how hard it is and you don't realise that. And back then, there was no scrolling at 3pm no, no, on no. Instagram. There was no, like, anything to get you through. Yeah. Like, he just did that straight. Well, no, I think I've only just realised as well, like, recently how, for me, my mum is still doubting herself, still yeah. wondering if, you know, like, do we think she's done a good job? Now that we are parents, yeah. there's that extra layer of, do you think I did a good job with you? Like, you know, and that yeah. breaks my heart that my mum feels like that. Yeah, and not every mum's perfect at all. Like, there are things that I remember and don't remember and there's things that I will do probably. But I think my mum, even now, she'll, I'll say something like, thanks, like in a card for her birthday, thanks for being here, I love you. You know, like, thanks for getting me through some of the hardest times of my life. And she, she'll she go, what? That's a surprise. <laughs> what? I didn't do that, did I? Like, she doesn't remember. Yeah, I think yeah. she's blocked everything out. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice to to remind and to go to her that, nah, man, you you did uh, a wonderful thing because I'm I, I'm on. I feel like I I owe a lot to her. Yeah. Because she did. She poured everything in. Yeah. Um, whether or not you choose to take that on is a different thing, isn't it? And yeah. there are things that have happened that have never been great, but, you know, losing people and stuff. But I think for me, yeah, I would write a letter to her and just say, thanks. Nice. You're wonderful. <laughs> thanks for pushing me out, y'all. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we end each episode uh, with you finishing three sentences. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being a mum means you live your best life very tired <laughs> without any sleep. <laughs> Since being a mum, I don't have a social life, but we'll change that. Oh, really? In the future. <laughs> the future. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I'm happy when? Um, oh, when I'm in PJs on the sofa, eating, watching films with my kids and my family. Yeah. Lovely. Basic. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming oh, on. thank You've you for having me. Delight. Honestly, oh, I can't you. tell you how much joy you give me. Oh, so thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>